You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey, Stars fans, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. I'm Chris, joined alongside my brother James. Uh, we are presented to you by DraftKings. Use that promo code THPN to get some free stuff from them, and by Raycon. Be sure to check out both those people. Uh, Ryan is not with us tonight, he's still traveling on his band trip. Uh, so he got to avoid talking about the stinker of a game from the Dallas Stars. Stars lose this game by a final score of six to three. Um, James, what are your first thoughts? Uh, that Lendell guy is pretty bad. Uh, that, that was a, probably the worst game I have ever seen him play. It, not even just seen him play. That is the worst game that S. Lendell has ever played in his entire life. He's all on the ice for four goals, for five goals against. Sorry. All five goals that had a goaltender in their net, Lindell was there. And so he has a minus four on the night, plus he's on the ice for the only power play goal that the Seattle Kraken scored. Um, along with Yanni Hockenpah, who we've also talked a lot about this series, he's a minus three on the night, also on the ice for the short or for the power play goal that was scored. Um, we've talked about all series long. These guys have been terrible. Uh, they continue to be awful. And specifically, S. Lindell tonight. I mean, he just wasn't doing anything. I mean, every time there was a chance to score, he was the last guy who had a chance to make a play. Every single time, he didn't do a single thing. He didn't take away the shot, didn't take away the pass. Seattle was allowed to do whatever they want. Um, yeah. my, my initial thoughts, the thing I'm more pissed off about, which I'm extremely pissed off about Lindell. I mean, goodness. The Stars' best players got beat by the Seattle Kraken's top line. Yeah. And that cannot happen. The team that talks about depth all the time, how they don't have a star player, it, it looked completely flipped. It looked like the Stars had no star players. Um, so, Beniers gets a two-point night, goal and assist. Everly, two goals, one assist. Tolvanen, one goal, two assists. I mean, it was top-loaded by the Seattle Kraken tonight. They played the Dallas Stars game. Um, the other end, Jason Robertson gets one point on a secondary assist on the power play. Um Rope hence no points. And then we have Joe Pavelski, who he was the best out of the three of them. He gets a goal um, on the power play off a of deflection. But and just digging into advanced stats a little bit here, I'm we're going to keep this moving. James. Straight to the advanced stats. All right. Straight to the advanced stats. Joe Pavelski played a pretty good game. He had over an expected goal. Jason Robertson and Rope Hens are almost not on the list. Almost not there. They were non-existent. They were not a factor in this game whatsoever. And they have chances late in the game, and they either overpass away or they're completely missing the net. You also think about early in the game. You have that great chance to start it off with a goal, and you can't do it. I mean, those, yeah. those guys are our best players. They are paid like our best players. They have to be our best players in elimination games especially. And Jason Robertson not just doesn't show up. He hasn't been here all series. No goals by Jason Robertson. In six games. That's unbelievable. 
James, talk about something else. <laughs> something else. Would uh, be the same thing, but well, I was gonna time. mention Robertson for a little bit. I mean, he he's bare minimum at least trying to go in front of the net. I mean, that's how we got one of our power plays tonight. But I mean, it, it's just it's not going in anymore. I don't know if he's gripping the stick too much or what, which he probably is, but. Like Grubauer is shown to be leaky, even in this game, yeah. his save percentage is not good. It's not great. He's not, he's not been a good goaltender in the series. But I mean, we're just we start we start missing the net, and you can't score if you don't hit it. And not even just missing the net, you're not even shooting. I mean, we're gonna be bouncing around all all this podcast. So yeah, we don't have third, a right to keep us straight. We don't have a right to keep us in the straight and narrow. <laughs> The third period shots, Dallas Stars trailing by two goals going into the third period. They managed to get six shots on goal in 20 minutes. Six. That is awful. That is unbelievably bad. And especially on the power play. The power play was, they were zipping the puck around. It it looked great. And they don't get a single shot on goal. Don't test Grubauer one time on the most important power play of the series so far. It's terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. And honestly, that whole third period, I thought the best line was the fourth line. I mean, they they looked great. The fourth line played like an amazing game. It was spectacular. They were in the offensive zone almost every single time, hitting hard, making the Seattle Kraken turn the puck over. And they even got the goal to keep us in the game in the third period. After after Seattle scored, I thought that was it. And then the very next shift, we put the fourth line out there, and they just, they crash hard, and they get another one. They fight us back in it. They they like drug us along tonight, and even even the power play goal that we got. I mean that the sequence started with a hard, heavy checking sh- shift from the fourth line. That's how we started going. It's it, we we just didn't see enough from the people we needed to tonight. Yeah, absolutely agree. The fourth line was fantastic, and that was a new fourth line we haven't seen at all this season. That was Fox's Delandria, Kiri Ranta, and I think that definitely helped in the offensive zone. I really like that. Uh, I didn't see anything on Glenn Dinning. Did you see anything on Twitter or anything about mm-hmm. what's going on with him? Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have to take a look at uh, post game. Y'all in the comments, help us out if you see anything, if that was just a choice by DeBoer or if that was an injury to Glenn Dinning. Um, but yeah, totally agree. The fourth line was our best line tonight. And if that's going to be the case in an elimination game when we're playing the Seattle Kraken, we're going to lose. I mean, yeah. th- that that's that's the final, final thing. Um, going on to other players to our to some of our other best players who are supposed to play very well in elimination games. Jake Ottinger with his second sub 800 save percentage of the series. And I will give you the first three goals. None of those are expected to be saved by Jake Ottinger. Um, the fourth one is terrible. That is the worst goal he's allowed probably in the calendar year. I, I can't also remember. A dagger. <laughs> yeah, a, a complete die. And right when we're coming back, too. The first goal, really unfortunate by the Stars. I think that was the first shot of the period. Um, a bad play by Lindell, more so than unfortunate. But after that goal, the Stars are pushing again. And they're pressing and they're fighting back. It, they said right before the goal was scored, the Stars had the last four shots on goal in the period. And it's just a shot that is nothing. It's not a scoring chance. It, it's it's not. It would not be registered as one if it, unless it goes in. And they can talk about how great of a shot. Uh, who, who was it? Cartier. It, mm. it was not a good shot. It wasn't. It was nothing special. There was no Connor McDavid, Rister that he just 
missed. No, he, no he, screen he missed either. It. Like, there's no screen. He saw yeah, this, the entire this, way. No this deflection. Is, it was, he's a whiff. This was the only goal where like you couldn't blame Lindell on because he was on the other side of the ice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. He's not good enough. The entire series, he's been beaten by Grubauer. Every single game, maybe for the exception of game five. And even then, he was very protected by his defense. And if you told me before this series started that Andre was going to get pulled in two separate games, I would have told you we would have lost in game six already. Yeah, I, I think that's also the fastest Otter has ever been pulled. It is. They said that on the broadcast. That is the earliest Otter has ever been pulled his entire career. And it was absolutely warranted. I mean, those first three goals, obviously not on him. We at a, at some point you need a big save. You'd think uh, we got that, that in the Calgary even, series last year. Yeah, and that that goal wasn't even that wouldn't have been a big save. I mean, the that fourth, that should be a blocker away into the corner every the single fourth time. Fourth goal would not have been a big save. That is a routine save that he whiffed on, and it killed all momentum. Like we were talking about, it it can't happen, especially when you're touted as the best playoff goaltender in the bracket, and to just lay a complete goose egg. I mean, you're not giving your ch- your team a chance. He, he didn't give us a chance, is, is what it was. No. And no. it felt very similar to, what, what was it, game three? The Stars got blown out and he got pulled. It yeah. felt very similar to that. The Stars try to get back in it and are playing good again, and he, he blows it, and he doesn't give us a chance. And you got to think this game is at least a little bit more competitive if he can keep that out while the I Stars mean, are rolling it, in the second period. I mean, you have Lindell or Otter have – a slightly better game than they did tonight. It, it's I, we probably win this game. I'm I'm pretty confident in that. I mean the the first goal Lindell just slips and falls. The second power play goal Lindell is kind of tied up in front of the net, but also like someone's got to get the rebound chance. It, it's it's a bad rebound. He puts it right in the slot, but that's where we are supposed to be protecting anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third goal, I mean. Liddell didn't do anything. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> he didn't take away the shot, didn't take away the pass. Yeah. Fourth goal is just bad shot in. The the one that really upset me was the fifth one that went in. Cause I mean, we talked about this in our little group chat. We were like, when it was four two, we were like, next goal is probably the team who wins. And and the and we're pushing and we're having to pinch. And the the Kraken get odd man rushes when we pinch. That's that's every team. That's every time you pinch. Uh, Lindell is back on a two-on-one instead of uh, letting Wedgwood take the duel with one dude. He like tries to like chop at the puck, which no, and, and again <laughs> ends up and again ends up doing nothing. He doesn't take away yeah. the shot, didn't take away the pass. Pass goes across. Wedgwood has to scramble to have a chance at saving it. Is good shot. It's in. I mean, that that's really what iced it and. Had it not been for the fourth line, the last two minutes wouldn't have, or last 10 minutes would have been completely uneventful. Yeah, over 10 minutes. It would have been 12 minutes that the game was over. Um, so let's dig into a little bit of advanced stats here, which seemed interesting. Looks like as the uh, as the game went on, it kind of evened out. But Dallas's second period was by far the best, according to advanced analytics. They had an expected goals of two and a half, and the Kraken had not even a full goal expected and they win that period two to one. Yeah. Um, again, we talked a lot about how that's a Lindell problem and how that's a Otter problem. But the, the thing that just frustrates me there is that 
we, we don't bury anything either. And, and that comes back to the top guys. They have so many chances in that second period and they can't put it together. And, and, and it the, wasn't just the second period too. I mean, we came out in the beginning of the third and we, we looked really, really strong, really strong. The first line had like three or four chances in the first five minutes and they don't sink one there either. I mean, at some point you, you're, you got to come down to execution and you just, you got to put one in the back of the net. And, and that's exactly what those guys are paid for is for execution. And, and they don't get it done. Um, I guess we can stop complaining now. W- what do you do with Lindell uh, and Hockenpah? Honestly, let's, let's lump them together because they both sucked. Do you pull Lindell? I mean, there were some talks on Twitter f- from Ryan saying that he has to be hurt. I don't think that's true. I think he just played awful. And even if he is hurt, I don't care. If he's hurt, he should have been in the press box and he should have made that decision. Yeah. And it'd be, it's selfish of him to be on the ice if he's that hurt so that he can't play defense. But, but, but yeah, I, what do you think happens in game seven? I think we're likely going to see the same lineup, honestly. Honestly and truthfully. I think we're going to see the exact same thing. Because, I mean, you pull Lindell out, who are you putting in? You're putting in Miller. Uh, Miller won't even play the 16 minutes that Lindell played tonight, which is has to be like Lindell's lowest time on ice yeah. for like years. And it was too much, obviously. I mean, he yeah, played too much. It, it, he was only on the ice for 16 minutes and had five goals scored against him. Hey guys, this is Ryan here. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank account somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate, or a dupe, is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on is Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, and without breaking the bank. If you were to lose your Raycon earbuds, they're not as expensive as some other earbuds out there that I'm not going to name. So you don't have to feel bad about them as much when you do lose them. So they are on the cheaper side, and they're also great, great quality. Raycon's mission, however, is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare, and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big-name tech brands out there, and you know who I'm talking about. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy-now, pay-later options, and right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat-fee international shipping as well. And here's the best thing. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. That's how you know you're getting a really good quality product. Some of the other features on these earbuds are just absolutely incredible. I love the noise isolation because with three kids, sometimes it's just nice to escape the world for just a second and not worry about anything else that is going on. Although my wife would probably say that's not a good thing. But anyways, the other thing that I really like about these is they have custom gel tips as well. And with my ears, how they are, I have very small, tiny, itty-bitty, like, elf ears. So it's very hard for me to find, like, gel tips that actually fit well. But these do, and it's fantastic. I love it. Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today 
to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. I'm going to be paying close attention to the lines and odds on the DraftKings Sportsbook app for the Seattle Kraken and the Dallas Stars series, obviously. But I'm also looking forward to the Carolina Hurricanes and the New Jersey Devils series as well. Canes is kind of like my second team, I'll, I'll be honest. I like them a lot. But anyways, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Okay, uh, I, I tend to agree with you. I don't think we're going to have Hanley, Harley, and Miller out there at the same time. Um, that was terrifying I, when that I, happened yeah, earlier. I just don't see Pete DeBoer trusting that at all um back to chris complaining some more eslindell is one of the big guys for this team what's his contract james how much does he get paid four and a half five yeah four and a half or five to do one thing to play defense and he was the worst one out there at that i mean he's not even expected to do anything offensively and he in oh my gosh harley beat him in time on ice and Uh, harley Harley had a private yeah I mean, Harley's been fantastic the whole series, pretty much, in my opinion. I mean, he had, like, a one-game blip in there, yep. which, like, whatever, throw it away. I mean, when you're getting outplayed by the player who has played, like, 30 NHL games altogether, including playoffs, it that's pretty rough, man. Yeah. So... What do you think is going to happen to Otter? You think he has a big response here? He did have a big response in game three. He played better. I kind of still questioned it, but he did only allow two goals, I think, in that next game. What are we looking to see from Otter next game? Honest opinions. Honestly, I think it's going to be more of a team response than an Otter response. That's what we saw in game four in my opinion and that's what we saw in game five as well in my opinion i mean it was it was a team game that we just we we put up a wall we said y'all aren't getting interior on us we're gonna make y'all shoot from outside uh fight us in the slot and and we we won the fights in the slot in both the last two games and that that's why we had the series lead at three two i i think if we play like that and we play the slot is ours. Y'all can y'all can have the little umbrella. I think that's what we're going to see. I think that's what we have to see to beat Seattle in Game 7. So we're not expecting right now Otter to play a big factor in Game 7. 
No, I don't think so. And, and I tend to agree. I mean, he's had six games to show up in this series, and he I don't has. think he's he hasn't stolen a game. Grubauer has definitely stolen a game for the Kraken. You go look at game one. I mean, he's the only reason that, that they won that overtime. It, it, it sucks to say it, but Otter has been beaten by Grubauer in this series. And, I mean, that just – yes. That that puts a sick taste in my mouth. It really does. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the worst thing is Grubauer has been awful in the series. Yeah, he too. hasn't been good. Yeah, <laughs> like goaltending is non-existent in the series, and I I don't know if that's just a second round thing because it seems like everywhere except for maybe Florida and and the Leafs series was like five goals a night from one team. But it, it's it's really frustrating to see our like biggest advantage just like vaporize yeah well and tonight that was it was both of them goaltending our biggest advantage and then our top line having a top line the other team doesn't have a top line and their top line somehow beat us yeah A, a, a big part of that for me tonight though is like i we we had the last two games we played a team game and that's how we won it and that's how we needed to play tonight and we didn't see that. We we said, okay, uh, come on, first line, win us the game. And that's not going to work against the Kraken. It, they've proven it throughout the entire series. I mean, every time we've won, it's it's not just like a first line blowout. It's every single line has played good and they have played solid. That's that's how it. That's how we have to play against this Kraken team. We have to out depth the depth team. We did though. The fourth, like we said, the fourth line was our best line. The Marchment Sagan Domi line was so good; they were the best offensive line tonight. And, it, I, but, but my problem, my problem, I really don't think the Domi Sagan line or the Ben Johnson line looked very good either. I mean, the, the one Johnson. goal that the the Sagan Domi line got, I mean, it was it was a pass across from Sagan, but I mean, Marchment's just skating yeah. and it hits his knee and goes in. Yeah, that was just lucky. That's crazy lucky. I mean, it's open ice lucky. I mean, the fourth line had a bounce like that, but they're all crashing the net, and they did it all night long. Yeah. That's the big difference to me. I mean, we we had really, when I say our fourth line looked the best, I thought they looked the best on both sides of the puck all night long, and that, that just can't happen. Maybe. And yet you go back to the first period, take away that lucky bounce on the Mason Marchment goal and the immediate response that that was, and man, this game isn't close. It's completely gone in the first half of the game yeah um anything else you want to talk about specifically james it was really frustrating to see our power play look as good as it did and have so little shots on it it felt like we we i mean we lost we kind of lost the special team battle again tonight we we gave it, up. It was a tie. So yeah, we lost it. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I mean, the we the power play goal that the Kraken got, we shouldn't have given up. I mean, we should be in the slot. That's where we're supposed to be fighting anyway during the penalty kill. The bounce goes right there, and someone skating through is able to take it. And he he, I mean, we have to clean up the rebound there. And, and honestly, if we just shoot on our third power play. The game's completely different. I mean, I it really felt like we were going to score on that on that power play, and we just we held on to the puck for forever. And that's a frustrating thing that we talked about all season long. Is that every time the Stars have gotten 
a power play at a key moment in the game with a chance to claw back in. E- even when we did have those comeback wins, it wasn't via power play. It, it was five on five goals somehow coming in in spurts or six on five goals. It was never five on four. And we have a chance again tonight to to get back in a game that we shouldn't be in. And the best guys don't play their best. And they don't get the job done. And they don't do the job that they're paid to do. So, yeah, totally agree with you there. Not clutch on the power play is completely frustrating. Final thoughts for me. I'm just going to circle back. I'm going to be repeating myself. Our top line cannot lose to the Seattle Kraken top line. It can't happen. We can talk about depth. I don't think the depth is that bad, honestly. I think our our top line has to be their their top line, and they didn't do it. They got dominated completely. Final thoughts on the game, James. I mean, it's another slow start from the Stars. I mean, the the way we got outshot in the first period was absolutely ridiculous. It was five to sixteen. I thought that's where all of Seattle's chances were, honestly, other than their power play goal and then the two-on-one that we were pinching on at the end. Um, and how are you not prepared? And, I mean, we've talked about yeah. that for and the first game of the series as well. You, How are you not ready for that? It's, and it, it looked like it completely shocked them. They thought that they were going to roll over the same way the Wild did. That feels like a coaching issue right there. Like, not getting your guys prepared for something like that, It it's obvious what's going to happen, and they couldn't yeah. do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is just Otter's got to be better. I I I don't think he's going to be the difference maker in Game Seven, but he he's got to stop the routine shots. That's what he's got to do. He didn't really do it well tonight. Not good enough tonight. He can't let any routine shots get through him in Game Seven. He doesn't have to play world beater. I don't think. I think the stars have to play the way they did in Game Four and Five. Keep them to the outside. Don't let them get interior on you, which honestly, for the most part tonight, they did. I mean, the Kraken were very opportunistic with a lot of their chances, but you, you got to have Otter at least be playable. You got to have Lindell at least be playable. You have to have Hawk and Paul at least be playable. And n- none of those three were tonight. I mean, that that's like when, when we talk about our defense, that's our defense. It was just I mean, those that's two guys. our shutdown pair <laughs> and Jake Ottinger. That's our defense. Yeah. Like you 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 can't you can't you have they have to show up. And they just 100% didn't tonight. Hundred percent agree with that for Monday night. For me in game seven, shoot the freaking puck. Twenty-three shots on goal against Philip Grubauer, who has not been good, like we've talked about. And we can break out as many stats as we want to show you that Grubauer is not good you have to score you have to shoot you can't score unless you shoot shoot the freaking puck goodness uh biggest winner biggest loser biggest loser everyone says unanim- unanimously lindell 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 we've already talked about it who's your biggest winner tonight james um the fourth line i mean i i really thought that they played absolutely outstanding every time that they got on the ice they were playing the offensive zone they were forechecking hard they they got the the goal right after the Seattle Kraken's fifth goal. I really thought that kept the team at least in it. We looked like we were in it. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they played great tonight. 
And for my biggest winner, so we all know who had the most time on ice. Miro Haskin in 29 minutes. Guess who had the second highest time on ice tonight? Hence, right? 38-year-old Joe Pavelski. 23 minutes, 43 seconds. He beats He beats Rope Hintz by almost four minutes. As a 38-year-old, he was our best forward by a landslide. That can't happen. Can't happen. I mean, good on Joe Pavelski. Obviously, he wants a cup. He is trying everything he can. What, did he, what was his goal tonight? Seventh goal in the series? Eighth goal? Eighth. Eighth goal in the series in six games. Yeah, he's he's the... I mean the the old the only other players who have who are as old as he has and has scored eight did it in a entire playoff run. He's done it in six games. He scored eight goals in six games. Somebody help him out. My goodness. I think that's it for us tonight, James. Do you have anything else you want to throw in at the last minute? Please show up on Monday. Yeah. We'll see how the stars play with their backs against the wall because they haven't been there yet. Yeah. That's we'll- the only other thing. I mean, backs up against the wall, first time for the playoffs. Play with desperation. Yeah. And let's not react to what they do in the first period, please. Let's show some desperation of our own. Play a first period the way that they played it. I mean, tonight's effort in an elimination game, atrocious. Really bad. Uh, I, I don't know when the last time I was this disappointed in a game from the Dallas stars was really uh, bad. game three game. Three. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> well, that'll do it for us guys. Uh, remember to get, head over to DraftKings, use that promo code THPN Raycon, check out our website, stochasticremarks.com. You got a lot of blog posts up there. You can check that out to uh, see when the next episode is uploaded, all that good stuff. Just keep it bookmarked on your, on your little browser up there. Super easy. Check it every day. Check it at work. Everyone knows you don't really want to work anyway. Put put our website on there. It's pretty neat. Pretty good website for a small podcast. Check it out for us. Um, we'll see you again on Monday night at 7 p.m. An actual good start time, at least. Um, two best words in sports. Game seven. Let's see what happens. <laughs>